4: a sperm going through a vagina is like trying to walk through a hookah bar in atlanta like you really might not between the smoke and bad bitches and niggas with guns and like maybe a hoverboard
5: that might be loose on the ground like (laughs) something's gonna happen hey you got a lot of obstacles to get through the floor is lava and you gotta get the fuck through this hookah bar And essentially become the greatest leader to ever lead if you can make it to the end. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to an exceptional, a devastating, a thick booty episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the crevices of of black conspiracy theories and we work to prove that Alicia Keys may not wear makeup on her face, but she absolutely puts makeup on her feet. She got OnlyFans and she's posting feet pics with makeup on them tell the people alicia we know it's you stop pretending like this is some other lady that's you alicia you're putting makeup on your feet and we know it i'm your host langston kerman as always i'm excited to be here What an exciting time we have, mainly because my guest today is one of the funniest people I know. He's so funny. He's responsible for pretty much every cool trend that's ever existed on the Internet. He was so funny at one point that Twitter asked him politely to leave. They were like, this nigga's too funny. He got to get the fuck out of here. But then they let him back in and he's still being hilarious. You guys know him. You love him. Give it up for my guest, Mr. Zach Fox.
6: Hello. Hello.
5: What's up? Yeah, man. (laughs) What up, dog? i'm chilling man
4: i'm over here in atlanta man just like drinking juices in the rain like birds scootering around Uh, (laughs) this is exciting
5: just just listing things you could have done in la but you're like no i'm doing it in atlanta i'm doing
4: it in atlanta yeah so now what
5: (laughs) are there like special juices in atlanta that you're like happy to have you know, gone back and be able to experience again. Is there anything yeah, there so there's is special?
4: A, there's a juice shop out here called Kale Me Crazy, which is awful. Oh, shit. Terrible name. Yeah. But um <laughs> the girls who work at the one by me are like you can just tell they're like they're just so over it. Like mm-hmm. two just like really cool just Atlanta hood <laughs> chicks yeah, who like yeah. they're like, nigga what you want in your juice? Like don't <laughs> Like turmeric, okay, turmeric. What next? Like okay, spirulina. Like they make it with such attitude that right, it's a better juice experience. I feel like I feel like
5: I I a hundred percent agree. You know, there's not there's something about someone being mean to you when you order something that makes you feel like, well, this is gonna be worth it yeah because it's like well i better enjoy this because they don't give a fuck right so. <laughs> they don't give a fuck this felt like a fist fight just ordering a basic item so it, this is probably going to be the best experience i have eating
4: yeah i feel like there is a uh a paralyzing aspect of hospitality you mm-hmm. like sometimes when things are too nice you don't really Uh, feel grateful for it you know what i mean like you you should be able to you should you should have to struggle for nice things sometimes
5: right it's that hunter-gatherer shit in us you know what i mean Mm -hmm. we're like we used to have to really murder something to enjoy a meal Mm -hmm. and now we it's just sort of laid in front of us and it feels like we always deserve this but those small moments kind of bring us back to that animalistic energy where it's like damn i had to I had to get cussed the fuck out so that I can Mm -hmm. enjoy some uh, kale drink. Exactly. This this matters to me.
4: (laughs) That's why I'm going to open a vegan restaurant uh, where, you know, you got to get jumped just to finish your meal.
5: (laughs) Wait, they don't. So you're saying they don't jump you to get the meal. No. It's just at some point in the meal. At some point point in the meal, you're you're going to have to
4: protect. You're going to have to protect yours. (laughs) And if you're not ready for that, then... Hey, maybe you shouldn't be trying to be vegan. Maybe you just need to go over to McDonald's and like experience hey, right. easy
5: fast food. But this health maybe shit, we, you're going to have to earn it around here, boy. <laughs> you better go back and get your radiated burger, motherfucker. Right. We earned you our stripes. You want this beer?
4: <laughs> you want Beyond Meat, niggas? You're going
5: to have to get this Beyond Meat, niggas. You're you getting stomped out you getting hands dog i love that i love that so much and if there's anything i can do to help fund your restaurant uh without getting jumped i i'd happily do that i do need money yes (laughs) well i think this episode is not going to help us get any money today i Mm -hmm. think that this episode actually has the potential Ah. to make us lose quite a bit of money if we if we're being honest because yeah. you came to me with a conspiracy theory that terrifies the shit out of me. But you said, and I want to quote you here. You said, my mama told me. White people were invented by
6: an ancient black scientist. Yes. who? Yeah. Just no, let this, that this, sink in.
4: Tell me more. This is probably the most dangerous subject matter that we could decide to Mm drift into in 2020, but it's also the funniest and the most, (laughs) uh, (laughs) the most ripe to be like a manga better than Naruto, I feel like.
5: Yes. Oh, my God, yes, because even when I told Nikki about it, right, I told my wife like, yo, this is the the conspiracy theory that that Zach was talking about. She was like, that should be a show." And yes. I was like, nah, it can't be no show. but also, <laughs> you're right, it should be a show. It's one of those things
4: that it literally cannot be a show just because it's mm-hmm. so like both sides white and black would be so upset by it because yes there are people who genuinely believe it and there are people who are genuinely like this is crazy this is the most offensive thing i've ever uh, experienced so,
5: right
4: but if it was an anime it would just be like it would if it was even just a live action movie it'd probably outsell lord
5: of the rings i <laughs> I, do, I don't disagree with that <laughs> I think that this has the potential to be one of the greatest box office hits of all time. If only people could put their pride aside and just accept that maybe a black scientist inventing white people is a fascinating fucking story. It's
4: fascinating. If we could get rid of the hate behind it and behind all all those things, all those nasty things that everybody talks about uh, on a Uh daily basis. And uh, if we could just look past that and look at how funny and great the story is and yeah. how like chock full of science fiction gold it is then it, it would be so good it would be good it'd be good
5: it's a perfect so, so tell me let's let's start from the beginning where mm-hmm. where did you first hear this theory this suggestion
4: so contrary to the title of your podcast my mom didn't tell me this my mom is a sure. very staunch <laughs> uh southern Baptist Christian woman who would never believe gotcha. in something as crazy as a
5: guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't this wasn't popping up in church when y'all were going as kids. The, I mean, the pastor you know, didn't mention Christians, this.
4: we got our own, you know, I'm not a Christian, but grow, I grew up in the church. So I say our because it's like I was shooting in their gym. But you yeah, know we have our own. You. We have our own like weird. Everybody knows we have our own weird. We drink blood in this grape juice. Uh, like that's weird. But yeah, a
5: man claimed that God told him to you know stab his son in the middle of the desert. When he was like, like this. and then he was like,
4: nigga, you was really finna do that, Ugh. right?
5: <laughs> <laughs> you weird. <laughs> Come on, dog. How are we supposed to walk home together now? You acting like that?
4: You weird. But yeah." uh... <laughs> I first heard this theory from when I was super uh, little, like maybe five or six, my mom used to let me just kind of like hang out in our neighborhood. And our neighborhood was like super rundown, but like very multicultural. Mm -hmm. And it was just like poor, working class, white, black, and Latino people in Savannah. And I used to hang out with these group of dudes who would just hang out and like drink Natty Light and and smoke (laughs) bad cigarettes and eat sunflower seeds all day. And one's name was Bobby, and he looked like Charles Manson. And (laughs) another dude's name, I shit you not, his name on the street was Biscuit. And he was this dirty, blonde, white dude with an eye patch who wore a black wife beater and jean shorts every day. Jesus. Well,
5: first of all, let me just say how happy I am that Biscuit uh, was a white dude with an eye patch and not what I immediately presumed, which was a big ass black man. So that's comforting. Yeah, he was. Yeah,
4: he was switching up everything. Um, (laughs) Biscuit outsold everybody. So uh, they hung out with this black dude in the neighborhood named Joe and Joe Mm. one day, like they would sit and talk about conspiracy stuff. And I was a kid, like, I didn't know what they were talking about, but I would just kind of sit around and listen. And you know, one day Bobby was like, oh, well, you know, in the year 2012, the magnetic poles of the earth are gonna switch and it's gonna cause the apocalypse. And then Biscuit Mm. was like, oh, well, didn't y'all know that the Illuminati do this and da 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 So Joe had to come with his, you know, he had to come (laughs) with some heat. And he was like, well, both of y'all shut up because did y'all know that we invented you And it was like a bomb went off inside of my head. I was like, Joe, what? Joe, like, Joe, like, Joe, <laughs> Joe didn't really say nothing crazy like that on a regular basis. He would just kind of like, you know, spit sunflower seeds and, you know, right. but he came with some heat. So I was like, what? And they were like, what are you talking about? And he introduces the story of Yakub. Which was a (laughs) nation of Islam. It's Nation of Islam source material, um, written by uh, it was it It was expanded on by Elijah Muhammad, but
5: the Honorable Elijah
4: Muhammad, and (laughs) yeah, he just proceeded to tell them like a very a shortened, bridge, uh, drunk country nigga version of that story, and um, I was kind of like changed forever.
5: Wow. You said Joe was a quiet guy. I love that, that Joe was just sort of sitting back, letting these guys talk amongst themselves every day because secretly he knew, man, I invented y'all. Y'all ain't even real. You're you're a subset of some shit that I already am. So yeah. go ahead. Talk your crazy talk.
4: Yeah, exactly. To even sit there and watch them spit their conspiracy theories. I saw him just, he had this look in his eye like, Pfft. You stupid motherfuckers. I'm about to hit <laughs> right. y'all with some crazy shit.
5: <laughs> oh, you think twenty twelve is a thing? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, biscuit. Okay, yeah. Illuminati, we get now. Nah, I got some shit for you. You right. ain't a real human, biscuit.
4: Bitch, you are uh the second draft of, of humans. But then, like, you know the strange effect of it was watching them call his theory crazy when right. you know we're all out. They, they were all out there saying wild stuff you know what i mean like from assassination yeah. theories to you know this was uh shortly after tupac so they they were coming with tupac theories and stuff and you know the fact that this guy was like white people were invented by uh, ancient scientist with a giant head they mm-hmm. were like well that's <laughs> just silly and, <laughs> now you're being ridiculous
5: you're being Joe. Rid- and
4: i was on joe's side where i was like well why not
5: Okay, okay, now you're getting into something fascinating because you're saying that when Joe said this, you know, Biscuit and uh, and the other gentleman whose name I don't remember, Bobby. Biscuit's going to live in me, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, They immediately are like, nah, get the fuck out of here. But that wasn't your instinct. My first instinct was to be like, okay, that's insane.
4: But it wasn't even that I believed in what he was saying. Just um, like Joe, the way he looked like, I don't even know whose family Joe was in. He was just like a older black dude with a salt and pepper beard, uh, right. who was just like a southern dude, and and me being from the south, it was like, man, I'm gonna just take his side because sure. <laughs> just cause... he had an elder quality to him. Yeah, I'm gonna and just you're take like his bought side. in. Yeah, whether he's wrong or right, I was just like, man, I gotta just I gotta stick with this guy because you talking about the magnetic poles and you talking about the Illuminati, <laughs> and he's talking about a big head scientist, so um and he's black so i'm i'ma stand over here so i kind of stood over right. next to him
5: uh... <laughs> I, I mean and honestly of the three options his is the the least scary do you know what right. i mean like if you're telling me that the world is going to end one of you is saying that the fucking apocalypse is coming the other one is saying that like there is an organization that decides every move that i make out in the world right and this dude's just saying you know, you ain't exactly real people. Right. But otherwise, like, you can still be happy and exist and talk all your shit and we can enjoy sunflower seeds and natty light.
4: Yeah, exactly. And It was like that whole, like, burden of proof thing. They were like, you can't prove that that happened. And he was like, well, you can't prove that it didn't happen. And, right. and 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 that music played. The music played. Dun, dun, dun. And you know, Bobby and Biscuit, they're both war vets. Bobby was in Vietnam and Biscuit had just done a, he, he just came from like Desert Storm, but I was too young to remember all that. But um, right. they were both war vets and they were drunk as fuck. So that, basic logical fallacy that Joe hit them with. They didn't know how to argue it, which is a very right. simple thing. To argue.
6: Like,
5: it's a super sure. simple
4: thing to argue, but they were just like,
5: damn, he got a point. We can't really not prove. It's like he did that got your nose shit and they couldn't see their nose yes. from their eyes. They're like, I don't know if you got my nose. I, right. I can't tell.
4: So to see someone like bested by that, you know, in right. hindsight, I was like, damn, man, he really, he won the fight.
5: Well, that's such a fascinating element to all conspiracy theory, right? Is that it really is just a game of who can prove their point in the moment. Mm -hmm. It isn't like who can ultimately prove their point through research and science and and fact-based findings. It's just like, okay, who can make their argument sound enough in this exact moment that you essentially build an acolyte? You build somebody who's then going to follow your logic and spread Mm -hmm. that theory to someone else.
4: Uh, Conspiracy theories and discussing them is a lot like roasting where, you know, getting everyone on your side. It's more important to have everyone on your side and win in the moment like you're talking. Uh It's like, you might even, you might say a joke that don't even make sense about somebody. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) This nigga built like avocado toast and then everybody's like, ah! And he, it's like, they just, they that just, doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything, but you, you just getting your ass whooped. Like in the moment,
5: right? <laughs> avocado toast isn't shaped any different than any other toast, right? It's this the isn't same like shape. It's <laughs> you. <laughs> you just added a, a little qualifier to it, and somehow it's way funnier, right? And so you the best, and this person sucks.
4: And now people are like, "Oh, well, what the avocado toast shape nigga gonna say?" And then if you say mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense, then they're gonna go, "Oh, this nigga mad now." Oh, right? Oh,
5: like, <laughs> yes. uh, look at you! <laughs> <We> can- <Avocado laughs> avocado toast want to shape, motherfucker get the fuck out of here exactly yeah i i totally agree i think that that it does have this quality of just like who can you convince in the moment and if you can do it effectively then you are the winner of conspiracy theory or roasting or whatever you know sort of like uh that's what religion is sort of Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's just like Who the fuck was listening at the time that the best dude was talking? Right. And then somebody decided to write that down.
4: Who wrote it down and whose writing survived through history, through different shit getting conquered, through different shit getting burnt down, through natural disasters. You know, in a way, like, any religion that exists still today, it's like the sperm that won kind of dynamic to me, where I'm like, bro, y'all went through all of history and nobody clapped y'all out like
5: yes that's crazy exactly because it you know even if we're thinking about that anatomically like the woman's vagina is literally built with like uh acids and things to keep sperm from surviving and yet a sperm regularly you know as proof through pregnancy is able to somehow navigate all that and make a child that's what religion is and that's the crazy part in a lot of ways is as much as you know you and i can both agree that that's a wild concept and introduction Mm -hmm. we can also point to a lot of other wild concepts in much more widely accepted religions Right. right and so the difference in the way that it's accepted is really determined by the people in charge more than it is like that. This one's so much crazier than that one. If that makes sense. You
4: know, whether I believe any of this shit or not, which I, I, don't, I don't, I don't ascribe to any, <laughs> any religion. You heard it here you first, heard it here folks. First. Uh, <laughs> everyone's going to be, I'm like, who am I going to make mad first with what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Like I'm not a spiritual guy, like, you know, but I do think it is. It's very needed and it's very necessary and it's fun to, uh, to dive into mythology and like mm-hmm. what makes people attach themselves to mythology so vehemently. And then how does that mythology affect how a culture interacts with the world around them? Because it's a very real thing, you know. Um, right. So I love just reading creation stories and, you know, the way. Uh, certain cultures think that the world was built and how it was built and what God gave what to who and what humans yeah. were in relation to that, because that's very important. So when I see people online, like especially in researching Yakub, when you see people online who I'm sure grew up Catholic or Jewish or maybe they weren't nation of Islam, they were uh, regular Islam, but uncut kind of. <laughs> Maybe they were... Um, something else but to see people go "Ah, islam no chaser no chaser i love that (laughs) um to see people ridicule it like write out like this is so ridiculous and so how could anyone ever believe this and i'm like but that's what all of us do all of us Mm -hmm. even if you're not spiritual you believe in some kind of mythology
5: exactly I think to your point, that's also, I wish that more people were able to approach these conversations and certainly religion, even with that same level of whimsy, mm-hmm. if you will. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. like, even if you believe it, which is fine, I'm not here to decide whether or not that's a good or bad thing, but you should be having fun in this. Mm-hmm. Like some of it is just an allegory, right? So like, let the allegory be fun instead of it being like this permanent fixture in the way that you always approach every conversation it's absurd
4: right absolutely i think we have to approach it like that because if we don't then then the future is bleak because nothing can stop then say uh lebron james or batman from becoming the next thing that people the next thing that people kill each other for you know what i mean like if we don't stop and look at like the fact that like humans are flawed and shouldn't be worshipped and, you know, I would just getting rid of like human deification because talking about God is such a way bigger conversation. But if we can at least get to the point where it's like, OK, humans are trash. Religion uh-huh. is funny. You're still there allowed to believe in it, but it's funny. It's yeah. just and, and we shouldn't uh, replicate things that that have happened like in the past. And, and the way to do that exactly. is, is in comedy, it, I, I think.
5: To your point. LeBron James is an exceptional athlete. is a human being, unlike most human beings on this planet Earth. Mm -hmm. But he also is a motherfucker who doesn't read well. Yes, talks not great do you know what i mean yeah. like it's he's not he has flaws right and so we should be able to celebrate the man for his gifts while simultaneously laughing at a motherfucker who stutters through a statement yes. about black lives matter and so if we can meld those two we can have an honest reflection of the human being that he is mm-hmm. instead of like you said uh deifying him right and creating some dangerous space where like My grandkids are going to grow up like making the cross with a basketball or some shit. Well, I mean, a holy mark. Yeah, there's literally nothing in my mind
4: stops me from believing that if LeBron James actually lived 2,000 years ago, (laughs) today we would live in a world where you, before every major event, clap white dust in your hands and like maybe like maybe like boys when they're born uh you're not allowed to have a hairline until like you become a man like so (laughs) they shave your hairline all the way back until you're 18 and then now you're allowed to have it but you have to put on a headband until you gotta put a
5: you gotta put a wig on and it's not a good wig you gotta you gotta sort of tie it down loosely yeah yeah exactly yeah i have no lebron james would have dunked on jesus yeah i mean like he's He's six eight. Jesus was a good five three. Yes. these motherfuckers weren't going to be able to compete in any sort of physical activities. Mm-mm. So of course LeBron would have become our new god. Right. But that doesn't—that's not the right thing. Let's let's just be honest and laugh at all of it.
4: But can we just talk about how funny it would be to have a stained glass portrait of Jesus <laughs> of of Jesus on the cross? But there's a basketball hoop above his head where the thorn of crowns is.
5: And it's LeBron dunking. Dunking into the look, Jesus is having a bad day already. My God. But, damn. but but shit, Hooper's got a hoop. You know what I mean? LeBron see a hoop. He gotta do his thing. He's dunking on Jesus. God. <laughs> like he's doing the uh, like
4: what was that basketball player
5: back in the day who dunked and like put his
4: nuts on the dude's head? And it was like the first time that happened in professional oh. basketball.
5: Yeah, I feel like I know it's not—it's not Larry Johnson, but I—I I feel like it's like that energy of like a grandma mod type yeah. disrespect yeah. of like the people you're playing against. Yeah, LeBron's—he'd be an evil counterpart to Jesus. <laughs> I'm about to hit up the
4: Photoshop homies and and, and tell um, them to make that.
5: This is really important work that we're doing here, and I can't wait to see the product of all of it.
4: We're pushing things forward
5: i think so <laughs> by uh, getting jesus dunked on we are making the world a better place yep yep <laughs> all right we're gonna take a break and then we'll be back with more zach fox and more my mama told me
0: hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy-winning comedy series
2: At PurdueGlobal.edu.
7: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this: there's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the US. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know their victims. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. And we are back.
5: Oh, oh yeah,
6: yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> We are back it. here with more. My mama told me more. Zach Fox. We're still talking about this wild theory that the white man was created by an ancient black scientist, mm-hmm. and we're arguing possibly that it isn't as wild as it originally seemed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But we also have to be careful, and th- I want to get right into the research because I do think that this is also going to ground. A fair amount of this for our listeners who yes. may or may not be aware of where all of this comes from mm-hmm. uh, but I in doing my research uh, found a bunch of moments where I was legit terrified at the things that I discovered like legit both in terms of this conversation and the possible the fruit of Islam coming to, <laughs> to seek retaliation for anything that I was about to say mm-hmm. but then also Finding myself starting to and i I want to be careful when I say this, yes you do to buy into uh-huh. some of the arguments that were being made from the things that I was reading, right, yes, so let's jump right in the nation of Islam argues in a I guess it's sort of a subscripture right, like because it's scripture, but it's scripture that we know the source from, and he like literally just died recently, so it's a little bit of a a right. Different conversation, but basically, the argument is that Yakub, mm-hmm. who was a supposed scientist, existed 6,600 years ago mm-hmm. and created white people on an island basically as an experiment in an effort to create a more uh, perfect being.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Is that, is yeah. that track for you?
4: Yeah, to dive a little bit more into it. So, Yakub is an alien being, so there was a ancient Earth hmm. There is believed to be a by multiple uh, subcultures and religious sects There's believed to be a civilization or a group of civilizations beneath the earth that came from other places or maybe they were already here. And uh, Yacoub was actually, I believe, a like he's he's mixed from two of those alien races. Um, OK. And the entire origin of like everyone who lived on the surface of the planet was considered ebonoid or just black. They were just black people. Right. So by the time Yaqub was a kid and he was living in the area uh, believed to be Mecca in Wallace Fard's Muhammad's work, he's, he, he claims that up to 30 percent of uh, <laughs> ebonoid people were were uh, dissatisfied with how they were living. Um, yes.
5: So. so, so he has this, he starts to build this and I, I want to dig into a few things that you're saying because mm-hmm. the alien part of this is very important in that every description that you read about Yakub ends with talking about how big his head was. Yes. Like nobody, like they don't mention Yakub in any way no. without being like that nigga had a big ass head. Big motherfucking his head, head was big as. But yeah, and they claim that not only was it physically big, but he also was a very arrogant man mm-hmm. who while studying in Mecca and studying under like the teachings of Muhammad, he basically was like, "Nah, fuck this. I've learned everything I need to know. Mm-hmm. And that's when he starts to talk to this 30 percent, as you call it, mm-hmm. of people who are uh, dissatisfied, or yeah. not happy with the way things are going.
4: Yeah. And then his arrogance, you know, Yakub, the size of his head was a lot of reason for him to be picked on or made fun of in school Mm -hmm. and he had a very very a a seed of hatred for the ebony race he hated them and he told his father one day uh, his father asked him you know, hey what are you doing he said one day i'm gonna create a race of people to uh conquer you and destroy Mm -hmm. you and his dad was like Nigga, shut up.
1: <laughs> shut your big head <laughs> ass <your> up. big <laughs> ass White ass, nigga. Wham, wham, big <Big-head> ass,
5: motherfucker.
4: <laughs> Which is what a black parent would do if you said something <laughs> like that to a black parent. They'd be right. like, bro, if you don't shut the fuck up, get, get your ass out of here. And,
5: but Jakub was, was serious. He was dead serious. Mm-hmm. And so with that, he takes and this is sort of, again, the argument of the scripture. He takes fifty nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine mm-hmm. black people to a private island uh, where <laughs> to basically uh, <laughs> to basically Sandals, Jamaica. He takes them to Sandals, Jamaica, and they start working to now crossbreed and basically do some sort of like cross-pollination of the black species to create a more perfect being which ultimately leads to white people.
4: Right. right? Yeah. Yakub said that there is a a black gene and a brown gene in every Mm -hmm. black human being. So what his uh, method was was to breed out the black gene and get as much of the brown and whittle down to the brown. And the way he would do that was, was just literally like a lady would have babies and the lighter one would be kept and the black ones would be um shipped to another island i guess i don't want to get into no, how they they <laughs> murdered them right? yeah they, they murdered them yeah they threw them
6: away
4: i they, like
5: that you tried to make this I that story it, where it's it like yeah the dog go, the dog went to a different farm uh to be happy it's no like, your no, daddy your daddy
4: uh, he is uh he's in chicago baby he's uh <laughs>
5: your daddy uh <laughs> Your daddy, he oh he got he in the music business mm-hmm. now. That, he, big star, he's working on big music, star, big and, big album. Um, and <laughs> once the album drops, <laughs> you you gonna see him again. I swear to God, he'll be back.
4: <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, they, they killed all the black babies. They killed the black babies. They would throw them
6: uh-huh.
4: uh into the ocean. They would kick them. They would do all this crazy <laughs> stuff. And the crazy part about the story is Yakub didn't even live to see his. Work be completed it was his uh right his assistants and like his team and his agents actually helped complete the process because he died when he was one hundred and fifty two years old, and by that exactly. time he had only accomplished getting a race of people who were like me and langston's. Yeah, um, just some, he
5: got some light-skinned motherfuckers yeah. out there, but they weren't white yet. They weren't uh, the perfect species that he was sort of trying to create. And I think it's important you landed on something that I think is really important for us to dig further into because by his argument, uh, he's trying to create these white people, and it ends up being in the argument of the scripture a 600-year process. Yeah, that it takes 600 years. Jacob only lives to 152. So he basically is there for like, a, what, almost a fifth of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this process, there are arguments because I know that you're sort of referring to Yakub as sort of like this devilish guy, this evil guy. Uh-huh. That's the argument that people are having. Mm-hmm. But there are alternative arguments that claim that Yakub wasn't in fact evil. Mm-hmm. He didn't actually intend to create white people. His vision got usurped by lighter skinned and ultimately white people who then created themselves mm. from his practices if that makes sense That
4: does yes <laughs> that's that is the two-sided argument of Yakub was a trickster you know his Yakub's um his science was called tricknology which
5: Yeah tricknology
4: which <laughs> is
5: the fact that that's not a trick daddy album
1: Duh!
4: already
6: is
5: this man had all he's had a 20 year opportunity to name an album trick knowledge he had the whole window and he's blown it he's blown it fuck you trick daddy if you ain't gonna (laughs) take advantage of the opportunities later fuck you (laughs) somebody will you should be ashamed of yourself trick daddy trick knowledge come on man come on bro that was it that was it (laughs)
4: Um, you know, and yeah, there's different takes on it. Some people are like, yeah, he used technology to manipulate da, which he had to. He had to use technology to manipulate 60,000 black people into letting him, mm-hmm. you know, use them for a selective breeding project, um, which, right. he, which he called grafting. But yeah, he, he would have to use some sort of uh, lying or trickery.
5: Yes. OK, so here's where the trickery started to get to me. Mm-hmm. And, and this is where I think I started to to feel not only uncomfortable, but also uh, terribly excited in a way that I've never experienced before. Yeah. Uh, I started reading some information that argues that Europeans today, as we understand them, whiteness, as we recognize it, actually is only about 8000 years old, that Europeans of old, old Earth mm-hmm. are in fact Unrecognizable compared to their white counterparts of today. Talking about you're talking about anthropological evidence, exactly. Yeah, yes. Yes. This isn't coming from Elijah Muhammad, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. (laughs) This is is coming from actual scientific based research that Mm -hmm. says that basically this is a very recent development including like blue eyes which is a genetic mutation that mm. developed somewhere in the range of 6,000 to 10,000 years ago mm-hmm. now where it aligns is that the nation of Islam argues yep. that Yakub existed 6,600 years ago Yep. so just mathematically mm-hmm. some of that shit is mathing up you know what I mean it's, like it's, he's, it's, in it's he's in the window he's in the window
4: he is in exactly. the window yeah
5: Yeah, And the even scarier part is there aren't a lot of clear explanations other than migration as to why these very formal changes started to happen. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, you could argue that migration is a major part of it because like minded people are moving in a certain direction and then they're mushing into each other and creating offspring that basically replicate Mm -hmm. and form whiteness as we recognize it. Mm -hmm. But there's also a bunch of. You know, if you want to just make this a little more magical, there's a bunch of logic to like somebody telling them to do that and encouraging it.
4: Yeah, which is, you know, the part of Yakub's story that jumps off when he is dead and they've completed after 600 years his experiment is, you know, Mm -hmm. they have this new race of people that were white and they went to Mecca. So there's this new race yep. of people, and they went to Mecca. There's a bunch of them. But they caused a bunch of trouble when they got there. They was, like, flipping people's tables over, you know, <laughs> using, pe- using the Brita filter, not filling it back
5: up. They're, like, asking the waitress to split the check, even right. though they like ain't done 10, the math yet. It's exhausting.
4: Like, oh, my God. Now she's got to go, like, write it down on the back of the receipt. Uh, so the people of Mecca were like, yo. Y'all got to go and they took them to Europe. They, they escorted them uh-huh. quietly out of Mecca into Europe and they guarded them around Europe with swords. And uh, they were like, yo, like just chill here for like a couple hundred years and figure out your life. So, you know, these people are now trapped in Europe and they're just figuring it out. They're like eating raw meat and, you know, being naked. And uh, yeah. eventually Moses, our nigga Moses, um yes. our guy. Yeah, uh, I love him. Uh, <laughs> Moses ran into him and he was like, All right, I'm about to teach y'all how to live. You know what I mean? And this lines up with, you know, maybe this is the story of Moses leading people out of Exodus or whatever. I don't know what he was trying to say here. But basically Moses was like, I'm gonna try to teach y'all how to be civilized, how to wear clothes, how to like, how to play PS4
5: and like right. be nice. <laughs> The fork goes on the right, the right. The spoon goes on the left. He's yeah. teaching them some shit that right. they need to know. Right.
4: Uh, and Moses became so upset with them because they wouldn't chill out that he eventually he blew up 300 of them with dynamite. God damn. With dynamite. That's, what, that's what's in the text. <laughs> dynamite. That he used dynamite. And <laughs> 6,600 years ago, he used dynamite to blow up 300 white people.
5: So th- so this actually gets into another very fascinating element of this is that, number one, Dynamite existed, apparently. Number two, amazing ago. crossover. That's better than,
4: like, the Teenage <laughs> music, Mutant Ninja Turtles with the Power Ranger episode. How the Moses uh, come in on this story. That's like,
6: oh,
4: shit. It's like when a celebrity shows
5: up on a sitcom, and they're like, oh, shit, it's Tupac on a Living Color. Right. Oh, no. oh shit, is on New Girl. This is wild. Whoa. I love this.
4: <laughs> That's how I felt That's when okay. I got to that part.
5: Well, so even more of a crossover that maybe you're aware of, but there's arguments that claim that basically Yaqub, which is a direct translation to Jacob in Christianity, right, right. is in fact the Jacob of the Bible, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, there basically are arguments that say that there's one text in particular that people point to where it references Jacob grafting a flock goats. of sheep. Or sheep yes, or goats. yeah. Yes, yeah, sheep that he's, like, basically making a pure... Sheep Mm -hmm. by making them, you know, uh, crossbreed and whatever, make doing the thing. So it's again, this the fact that this person who this big headed man who Mm -hmm. otherwise seems like just an alien that a dude named a lot, the honorable Elijah Muhammad made up (laughs) uh, is it, it now feels like, okay, well, maybe he did exist. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wasn't all y'all said he was, but he wasn't a completely fictional character, if no. you will.
4: Yeah, exactly. So that, And that's another interesting part to get into is because a lot of the reason why it would be easy to say, yeah, I could see that is because we all know, you know, with minimal research into the Bible, there's multiple versions of the Bible. There's books of the Bible that have been removed, mm-hmm. the, uh, the Apocrypha yep. or the Dead Sea Scrolls. We know how right. much just scripture that still exists today has been manipulated to justify uh, slavery or imperialism or homophobia or or a number of things. So when you see like, okay, Jacob was in the Bible, it says he was uh, grafting sheep but maybe it was just you know maybe some nigga was going through the bible like a few hundred years ago and was like "Ooh, let me just change uh, that to <laughs> let me change that part to, uh,
5: to niggas, huh? yeah. well, well I'm, gonna, I'm gonna cross that out, cross and, that uh, one out. Put sheep. let's go with sheep yeah nobody here hey does anybody care if we uh if we do some weird shit to some sheep no okay yeah nope. we're, okay. we're gonna go with sheep for uh 800 alex <laughs> So, yeah,
4: there's already there's such distrust in the Bible that, yeah, like, sorry, like, you know, people are going to be like, yeah, I'll take whatever alternative to that shit.
5: Yes, and so this really takes me to the ultimate discovery that I felt like I was having in this, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, is I do think that a lot of this shit is silly and crazy and, you know, religion is grounded in a lot of funny things, like we were saying, Mm -hmm. but it does ultimately come down to whether or not you agree with white people's science or nation of Islam science. That's it. You know what I mean? Like that's all this is. That's is all like it is. who did you buy into most? Did mm-hmm. you buy into like the white argument that white people existed you know, almost as soon as black people did? Black people just came a little bit before, or do you argue? You know that maybe this genetic mutation was intentional by a dude named Yaku right. with a big ass head.
4: Right. Yeah.
5: And I mean, there's th-
4: listen the burden of anthropological evidence. Of the origin of whiteness is not on anyone except for white people. Like, and I love, uh-huh. and I'm talking about, like, I love history. I love reading about, like, everything from the Fertile Crescent till now. Like, I, I love it, but yeah. in everything you read, there's still a lot of holes. And you know, the origin of a a lot of things, a lot of things where we come from, just as humans, it's still argued about where hominids really came from. Where we, uh, there's aquatic ape theory that says that we were swimming upright, there's the theory that we were standing up in these large savannas in Africa and we had to stand up to hunt. There's all these different theories, but nobody really knows, and nobody definitely knows where whiteness actually comes from. They could say it's a mutation with vitamin D or all these things, but. Saying that for yes. such a large region of earth, you know what I mean? To be, to- and we,
5: and we can't account for every year, right? Like right. we can't account for, we, okay. The general argument, the soup that we crawl out of, we eventually become like these people that stand upright as we crawl further and further from the origin source, right? right. That all fine. But you're not telling me every step of that crawl. Right. You're just telling me that a thing crawls and then it eventually stands up and then it eventually loses some of its hair mm-hmm. and it becomes man. But I because you can't account for all of those steps. It's wild for you to be like, "Nope, that's the only possibility. There's nothing else in between this." Which is a big problem with anthropology and and it has been still it, it still
4: is a huge problem today that uh mm-hmm. you know, it, during the 1960s we were just coming to a point Uh, There was a big, I read about this, uh, it was an anthropology like meetup. I don't know what they do there if they like. Trace bones and shit. I don't know what niggas do at an anthropology meetup. Oh, shit. You got turtle
5: bones? Let me out at those. (laughs) Let me get some of them shit, boy. Okay.
4: Mm. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know if they're tasting them. I don't know. Why are they tasting tasting them? I don't know. know.
5: There's no reason to taste them. I don't know. Maybe they
4: want to taste them. Anthropology. (laughs) I I imagine if I was an anthropologist, when I I dig up some bones or some artifacts, Uh, I I would dip my pinky in it and taste it and go, oh, yeah, nigga, that's history. Uh, That's that good, that's 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 that that good, good,
5: good. that's (laughs) that good history.
4: But a person at this anthropology, whatever, you know, kind of talked about the Fertile Crescent and basically the misinformation that, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, stems from a, a lot of different things. But there's this 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 narrative we're caught up in that human beings were hunter gatherers. We were all just we were all we were all hunter gatherers. And then one day we all got a notification to stop doing that. And move on right. to agriculture and be civilized human beings and make an alphabet and, right. <laughs> you know, and start,
5: you know, figuring out how to get to plumbing. It's like, but but again, that's such, there's so much space in between that. There's it's like, so okay, we space. were hunter gatherers and then suddenly we started beatboxing and it's like, right. no, 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 something no. had to happen in between right. a and little the, bit the, of this the, shit. The truth
4: is that there, yeah, there were multiple massive variation. Of groups. And at some point, you know, different species of human being from Neanderthal to Cro-Magnon to all these different, we all, we come from a Mm -hmm. very wide range of hominid or bipedal apes. You know, it wasn't just one bipedal ape. It was a bunch of them running around with different shaped skulls. And that sounds really scary, but some of them were hunter gatherers and some of them did Because of the, the way they had to interact with their environment, they did have to sit down and do agriculture, do different things. But the trick that nobody wants to talk about is that like, that there was kind of a need for one group to be dominating over everyone because yes. they, need the, they need the most space. They need the most territory. They have a dogma attached. They have a mythology attached. Um, And
5: so that that ultimately I think takes me to what I felt like I got out of this is that I understand I fully recognize the absurdity in all of these arguments right mm -hmm. of like adding this sort of like weird you're you're putting cartoon characters in the middle of science I get that Mm -hmm. but what's I think. Undeniable in all of this is that essentially it's white people not inventing themselves physically, but inventing themselves as an identity. Mm -hmm. It's white people. Basically, we are genetically identical. Right. But Based on most science. Right. There is no difference between white and black people. Mm-mm. And so it's white people figuring out a way to plant themselves as a more dominant race in the way that we understand the world. Right. So, no, I don't believe that like some dude crossbred you and created you from me. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that you all want to. To be elevated as a a separate being Mm -hmm. and therefore the arguments that you are somehow special, it's 100% a white fabrication, right? It's absolutely something y'all just made up,
4: right? Right. And it's like, it would be uh, completely irresponsible for anybody to say that domination or exploitation or extraction or conquest is a, a is an exclusively white thing. It's not, it's an exclusively no. human thing. We all do it uh from, you know, from Genghis Khan to, uh you know, our guy Mansa Musa, the, the one of the yeah. richest <laughs> black people in the world. You had to get that right. wealth, you have to conquer. You have, somebody has to lay down. Somebody uh, has to be exploited. Um, we just had different ways of going about it. But yeah, I think that that is a very important thing to know is that like even predating the actual invention of the term uh, white being, you know, on like stamped like you come into Ellis Island and then stamping white. There was a a scientist, I think he was German. He's the guy who basically coined the term of Caucasian uh, because there were people in, I forget what, what area they were in Europe, but he basically was like, damn, these are like this is top shelf, like the Patrice right. Hill joke.
5: Top shelf, white woman, right? Yeah, Goddamn, I like the way her head is shaped. Is this bitch got top. something going
4: on. But he <laughs> saw that and was like, and even he was like, yeah, I think we're all the same. But he still was like, they are the best. This is the, the, the peak. And his influence was, you know, able to move into Aryan science and stuff like that. But um.
5: And that was the thing, that even the people that he first identified as Caucasian, he acknowledged weren't even all white. There were a fair amount of darker skinned people in that mix. It just was advantageous to be like, okay, I can eliminate a bunch of people who don't fall into this category, and then I can hand select the more uh, agreeable or sort of likable ones of all of
4: them. What's scarier than, you know, the idea of a a fantasy story like, Yakub or or anything or aliens. What's actually scarier and more intimidating and harder to fix is where that idea of of uh white uh, genes being you know the 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 top like you know what I mean like that idea right. of going so far back into history is that's the thing that we have to sit down and indict and and question and completely well, like <sighs>
5: yeah. Well that's that's the greatest roaster of all time. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> the dude who was like, Y'all niggas are ugly and you you're broke and yeah, and you ain't shit and everybody was like, Damn, this motherfucker you're funny. I don't know how he got us. But I'm gonna spread this like wildfire for centuries. Yeah. Generations will believe exactly how funny this dude is.
4: Right. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's wilder than than yaku to me is that like way wilder some like just one dude was just like <laughs> yeah this one i like this one this is the best <laughs> and everybody was like okay
5: cool all right yeah well he's right um, <laughs> all right we're gonna take it we're gonna take one more break and we'll be back with more zach fox and more my mama told me
6: And we are back. I Suck my
5: dick. We're back here with more Zach Fox. More my mama told me. We're still talking about Jakub and his tricknology and how Trick Daddy really should be ashamed of himself. Trina Technology. was Technology right. changing biology. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I gotta go if write Trina was right
5: on. about anything? You should. I mean, you're right. You, you got the skills for this. <laughs>
4: Trick Change biology. Take the white gene, I'm gonna put it inside of me.
5: <laughs> if my baby come out black, I'm gonna kill it. <laughs> he gives up on the rap. He just starts saying evil shit. Right, I'm yeah. Kill that black He's, baby. They're
4: like, Yakub, that doesn't rhyme. He goes, Shut the fuck up,
5: bitch. Shut the fuck up. That's science, motherfucker. Technology. <laughs> All right, I want to play a game. We're going to play a game. And uh, this game I've titled Facebook, You Acting Up.
0: This is what Facebook Live is is for. Hold up.
5: Shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Facebook, You Acting Up. I'm going to read you some quotes that were posted recently on my Facebook feed, and I just want us to unpack them together. These are our supposed conspiracy theories, arguments that people are making about the potentials uh, dangers that are happening in the world. So Got the it. first one, it goes like this The vagina <laughs> produces a. Th- <laughs> Coming in hot. The yes. vagina produces a thick chemical fluid known as copulin that has actual mind control effects on a male's brain. If a man is exposed to a woman's copulins, over time she will be able to change, remove, or insert memories. Tell the male. What he sees, hears, feels, smells, tastes. Inserts subconscious thoughts that will surface as his own ideas or behaviors later. Plant trigger words or actions that can cause thoughts, actions, or sensations in the mile, male at later dates. The melanated woman copulins have multifunctions and are capable of doing other things. That's where it ends. That's the end. As they can do other things. It's like a cliffhanger for you right at the end. mm,
4: I'm trying to figure out which part of that is a conspiracy.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Brother, all I'm hearing is facts. Listen, (laughs) how do you spell that?
4: C-O-P-U-L-I-N?
5: C-O-P-U-L-I-N. Let me write that shit down. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing it correctly i did look it up i looked up copulence and apparently they are a real thing it's basically like a word referring to pheromones okay. but there's not a lot of information about them inserting memories <laughs> into your mind that didn't exist before i, I buy it i 100 buy it i'm, I'm bought into in. it I'm bought tell me more
4: well there's a spiritual like theory that the male like male sperm can also do that to women Uh, Uh that like, you know, that nut has like a bunch of stuff encoded (laughs) into it. Like, you know, uh,
5: (laughs) matrix nut, that nut with all them ones and zeros.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel feel like we're all a bunch of ones and zeros. And I, I, I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I buy it. That copulin could probably make you do some weird, some weird things. There's crazy stuff like that. And, you know, I'm gonna say this like it's fact but it might not be. But that, <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. This that, is exciting. If you're going it like so to say it like it's fact. I'm say it like it's fact. Cats. Okay. There is a parasite mm-hmm. that lives in cat poop That. Yep. Uh, it, it's also airborne. It, it's a parasite. And if it gets inside of you, it can actually influence you to want to get more
5: cats. Whoa. So it's like cat copulin.
4: It's that, cat like, copulin. Cat-
5: that they're creating this parasite so that more cats come into your home.
4: Which explains cat ladies. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah.
5: Hold on. Wait a minute. call motherfucking boys, yeah. nigga. Fucking you pig. know nothing about that. God damn. That's, that blows my mind. Right. The possibility. Because my, okay, this this gets into an interesting thing. If cats thing got copulin, then women definitely have copulin. <laughs> <laughs> my mom,
4: they definitely, so,
5: yeah, I buy it. Well, when I was a kid, my mom had nine cats and I always thought it was cause our main cat, Jordan, just uh was a busy body. You know what I mean? She was mm-hmm. out in them streets. Right. But now I'm starting to think that maybe Jordan was intentionally planting copulin in her shit yep. to make it so that these other cats eventually showed up.
4: Yep. Yep. Look it up. Look it up. Wow. Cat cat look <laughs> it look
5: it up. Look it up. <laughs> cat poop
4: parasite. It's that cat copulin.
5: I love this. Okay. I'm gonna read you one more. Of uh, Facebook, you acting up examples. This one comes from a dear friend, Tayron. Do you know Tayron? Yeah. Yeah, he's a hilarious comedian. Yeah. He wears a robe everywhere. And that's a conspiracy <laughs> theory in and of itself. Yeah. But uh, recently he posted, I'm not a fan of conspiracy theories. <laughs> but I must say the fact that rich ass neighborhoods always have the worst cell phone reception while the hood always has the greatest service, gives some credence to cell towers and 5G causing cancer and death. The hills, no service. Bel Air, shit service. Malibu, forget about it. 90210, hell no. Versus Compton, perfect service. See this, this? This
4: fits perfectly into my horror movie that I'm uh, writing. The hills have Wi-Fi's. <laughs>
5: It's just a bunch of people with radiated faces, (laughs) but dope-ass cell phones. Right. I love that. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So he's saying, okay, okay, 5G
4: 5G might be real because the hood has very good cell phone service. And why would they give the hood amazing cell phone service unless there was a catch?
5: Unless they're trying to murder black and brown people by giving them, like, radiation directly to the head.
4: Right, right, right.
5: Which which okay let's, let's follow this train for a second yeah let's yeah i think there is legitimacy to cell phones being bad for us right that's not a a new theory that's been proven that there there is radiation in cell phones they're not good for you you probably shouldn't just be slamming them next to your face as right. often as we do as often as i do yeah it, certainly yeah i i've been meaning to talk to you about that please stop doing that i'm trying uh, <laughs> but i don't know that there's enough evidence to support the idea that inglewood is just getting <laughs> that much more cell reception than bel-air right. you know what i mean yeah like is it that much better like i want to send a
4: text from both places and see like or, or just yeah. like i don't know like is it I, I don't know. Do all hoods have really good cell phone service like that?
5: Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's a pretty sweeping statement. If I go to the west side of Chicago, am I truly about to get better cell service than I do in fucking Bucktown or downtown? Like, what yeah. do you, how do you prove that the cell service is not comparable in all these places rather right. than just being a man with opinions and a rope?
4: Right. Well, yeah. You can't say anything to a man with the robe because he's just gonna say you've bought the white man's so <laughs> <You>, supply. <laughs> you you drank the Kool Aid, and that's why you're gonna get your face melted off.
5: Right. Yeah. Look at you. You sell out. You yeah. over here believing the white man's words, the white man's Wi Fi. You ain't even. You can't even get on the black internet because you over here bought in on the white man's Wi Fi. Like, all right. Well, I guess yeah, I'm
4: wrong. I, I guess I'm wrong.
5: I, I don't know. I. I'm I'm excited
4: to see how the 5G thing plays out. Like, I, I don't know. Any talk about like humans becoming mutants or, you know, getting any kind of like special ability or anything. I'm 100% there. I don't care about the cost of life <laughs> uh, or comfortability. Uh, sure. I just want to see somebody with a big ass head like Jakku. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see these mutants,
5: baby. Right.
4: I love that. A mutant, just a, a mutant, anything, just mutant fill in the blank is going to be fun. Mutant, like any mutant strip club. Cool. I'm there. Yes. Where at? There okay. we go. Right. This is Diamond,
5: and she got five asses.
6: Y'all give it up to Diamond
5: <laughs> with the five asses. <laughs> And guess what? All those asses don't do the same thing. Some of them got some different powers you ain't never even heard of. Like, okay, I gotta see Diamond. Yeah, exactly. Let me look at that, Diamond. (laughs) <laughs> well i think we did it i think we nailed this episode i don't know this what we was, did but we did it i don't know i mean i would suggest that you change your address and uh yeah, yeah. we got we're gonna have to rethink some of our choices but this was an exciting time can you tell all the people zach where where they can find you and what to look out for and all that? uh yeah i'm on
4: twitter at zach fox <laughs> for now uh i'm on instagram at zach fox <laughs> for now uh be on the lookout for uh some projects that I can't talk about until they are ready to be spoken about. But I be on Twitch sometimes too and I got music Hell coming yeah. out.
5: That's dope. And one of my absolute favorite people to follow, so funny in everything he does. Uh one more time, ladies and gentlemen, for Zach Fox. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. all right and this has been my mama told me you can follow me at langston kerman on all of them platforms i ain't going nowhere i ain't got nothing better to do Mm-mm. and uh but sure i will be like getting a yakub tattoo <laughs> <laughs> I, I want the one that you had with the full body profile i want the whole yes. shebang. yeah oh you talking about Give the me... one that looks like a diagram yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm getting Where it's that. like that that Da Vinci diagram of Yakub, but yeah. just a big ass head. Yeah, they're gonna be like Zach, what's your tramp stamp? I'll be like, hold on, let me tell you about it. <laughs> Sit down, <laughs> Sit brother. Down. I gotta explain some stuff. Long story. <laughs> All right, this has been another episode of My Mama Told Me. Bye. Bye, y'all.